0: This is the DTV Digest, the podcast that brings you news and reviews of films which didn't make it to the cinema. And now, here's your host, Mike Parkin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DTV Digest. I'm your host, Mike Parkin, and joining me tonight are Richard Hawes. Hello, everyone. And Stephen Lockridge. Hello. Tonight we have four new films to review. We're going to kick off with The Twin. Then we have Painted in Blood, Shot in the Dark, and we're going to round off with The Unburied. Our short shot this week is The River, and we're going to wind up with our DTV throwback, John Carpenter's... Sorry, let's do that again. John Carpenter presents Vampires, Los Muertos. So without further ado, let's crack on. Our first review then is The Twin. A grieving mother has to confront the unbearable truth about her surviving twin son. Um, so this is the latest film to be released from Shudder onto uh, sort of through Acorn uh, onto DVD. Uh, Steve, um, it's Finnish a Finnish production set in Finland. Although shot in English, um, um, also seems to be set in the 70s,
1: I believe, and shot in Estonia,
0: really. Oh. Okay, yeah, according mm-hmm. to something,
1: yeah,
0: interesting. So <laughs> even, not even shot in Finland,
1: maybe no, it's the I wrong kind of I presume it's just Finnish money, you
0: know. yeah, interesting. Um, unfortunately, this is exactly the sort of horror film I hate, um with a vengeance, Yeah. any films about kids, you know, horror films about kids. I just do not get on with, with with very few exceptions. Um, There are some nice ideas here. It's a folk horror film. You know, it delves into a bit of sort of Finnish folklore, that sort of thing, which is nice. But at the centre of it is this horrible, horrible story about two little bratty kids. That's, that's, you know, I can't not focus on that, unfortunately. How did he get on with this one?
1: Um. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating, really. You know, it's the big twist is slightly ridiculous in a way. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's one of them. If you watch it back, will it work? If you know what I mean? Yeah. like the sixth sense, you you can watch that back, mm-hmm. and it does work. I think I think there are moments. You know, I yeah, think yeah, are, that's like, what I mean.
0: Like with the photographs, you know, when she thinks, when she gets the photographs developed, you know, that's yeah. a big clue, something.
1: Sort of yeah, true, true. But like the bits, I don't know, at the doctors or oh, mm-hmm. on that weird swingy thing, <laughs> you know mm. that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The, the marriage swings.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Those wacky Spanish people, yeah. And it just gives it... And the ending as well gives it that... um mm. I, I don't want to... Spoil it's that bit a of sweet moment anyway. again.
0: It's like, it's like oh, so, so nothing's resolved then at the end. Yeah, exactly.
1: Know? It's yeah. like, we're back to square one, you know. And someone's getting away with something. Mm. Oh, I presume they've gotten away with something. I don't, you know. Yeah, can't yeah say. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah it just seems to be brushed under the carpet sort of thing, yeah.
1: Yeah. And again, you've got kind of like a supposed supernatural el- element, mm. which is just poo-pooed and got rid of, swept on the carpet, forgotten about, you know, it's not even remotely supernatural really
0: it's just bizarre you know yeah. it, it, it is it's very bizarre that all these people are sort of like buying into this particular situation you know and acting just so bloody weird all the way through the mm. film it's it's one of these films i mean they've, they've deliberately said it in the 70s or earlier maybe
2: yeah, I wasn't Be- sure when it was set because it was well, open yeah. with that very deliberate shot with the twin towers in the background and I was saying, yeah. oh, it's it's pre-9-11 but I couldn't yeah. quite work out how pre Okay. because yeah. some yeah. of the stuff looks really old.
0: Put it this way, if this woman had a mobile phone, a modern phone, this film would have been over in seconds. Yeah. As soon as she took a photograph or kids, yeah. it would have been all over or, or you know, she'd been quer- querying stuff. So,
1: mm, we're spoiler
2: free, though, obviously.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm not saying what, you know, but uh, yeah. I mean, how how about you, Rich? I mean, it is atmospheric. There there are some sort of interesting elements to it. But overall, for me, as I was saying to Steve, it's, you know, it's kids, kids in horror movies, they don't belong for me. You know,
2: it does pull in a lot of, other stuff we've seen before so we've mm-hmm. got the um it's quite it's, there's the grief horror kind of stuff mm-hmm. very don't look now mm-hmm. we've got the related to that the maternal horror of you know like something like rosemary's baby mm-hmm. definitely going on and a little bit of the omen uh or the or um well countless others really
0: okay you've got the kid you've got to the... remind me of uh damien he does at, yeah towards the end,
2: towards yeah. the
0: end it's got that sort mm-hmm. of
2: but you've all, and you've also got this going to a strange place with strange locals and, and stuff kind of thing happening, which is, say, in this case, it's Finland. But, you know, it's mm. it brings to mind like um, the Wicker Man uh, mm. uh, as a good example. But, well, the, but, the, but the, even the, like the more village recently, in the woods, all that sort it, of stuff. Yeah. Exactly, that was exactly the one I was going to say. So more recently, we've had mm. the village in the woods and some other examples. And say so that that, that otherworldly place, in this case, mm. is rural Finland. Hmm. which are, it just seems so random as they like they, they say well, we're, reloc- we're relocating we're moving somewhere where are you going and then it cuts to a, a shot and they just put this title card up saying finland hmm. just sort of, that, that just sort of seemed a bit that was just a bit random yeah. as, i don't know if they could have done that a bit hmm. better but but so the Finnish the element the Finnish yeah. component is not yeah. really you know uh they don't make the most of it if you so, want i mean, hey, everyone I mean this speaks is quite common thing. yeah i mean you've got the people as i mean the locals, I think one of them actually speaks, but um, mm. everyone else is silent, and it's kind of got you do the otherworldly kind of thing. But mm. it's also, um, apart from that, that uh, the wedding swing thing that you guys were talking about mm. earlier, mm. there's not a lot that's you know Finnish about the yeah. film. I would say yeah. it's kind mm-hmm. of more. It's more to do with let's take a couple of people who are you know. White mm. uh Americans, mm. I think that's yeah, well they are white Americans in this. I don't think I don't know if mm. the act the act is actually on I don't think. I mean the guy
0: No Teresa uh, Palmer plays Rachel, I think she's well known for another series.
2: Um but is she Australian? Australian. I've got a feeling she's Australian. But Scottish. Yeah. She which is. Is, yeah, yeah right she's Australian. Australian, yeah. Yeah. And the guy playing her husband's Scottish, I think. Mm. Um so yeah, it, it, there's nothing wrong with that I mean that's all formulaic filmmaking kind of stuff and, and it's um, supposed to be his hometown that's where they go yeah, back to. That's yeah that's why they yeah, go back there yeah. and stuff and then the, so, the, so this, the film as you were saying so the film spends a lot of time developing a thing and then doing the whole pulling the rug out from underneath mm-hmm. now I would have much preferred if the film ended at the beach there's a mm-hmm. big climactic moment and then Following that, there's like a really long epilogue with a very long exposition speech, mm. uh, and you know, all this other, other, this other stuff. And I just think mm. it just sort of invalidated most of what we'd seen. And I was thinking, does it, it make sense and how how does that fit in and stuff? And then I watched the behind the scenes and they mm. start to describe what the film is actually because they actually must give it away in the making of of what, what's actually happening. Yeah, and, no, uh, you're, I you're thinking... not meant to watch that until after oh, you've seen the film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, this is like, but this was like made for like pre promotion.
1: Mm.
2: You could tell it was yeah. a pre promoting, um, right. you know, yeah. uh, interviews and stuff, anyway. So, the um, what's going on? And I was thinking, so there's that whole thing with Helen and Hurst, her, what you know, and her, her mm. tying in, and the, it's it's that old, you know, you go somewhere new and then you meet a local who says, oh, there's something bad going on or whatever, and then they sort of and and how does and I was, how does that all fit in? And then I was like, okay, I in retrospect having seen that I do understand how the pieces fit together mm-hmm. but as it happened at the moment in the end I was just more confused than sort of a bit oh really? oh they've gone they've done that they oh, are mm. they
1: that
2: I was oh I, I was actually quite enjoying where it was going and then it was oh, now they've decided to actually go no actually it's it's not that it's it's something different. Yeah. But there's some really nicely shot stuff. There's some good scenes. Oh, there I'd is. So, very familiar. I, I, yeah. I, I wish it had just bought
0: in more into that sort of like, um you know, that folk horror element. Yeah, yeah. And, instead of just going, ah.
2: <laughs> which is the same, yeah, which it yeah, does yeah. to a degree. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it does kind of go the full hog, but then sort of goes, ah. goes yeah, a really joke. <laughs> does a little bit of an yeah. M. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, that's the thing. You, you know, you get the wrong you're building and building, building this supernatural element, and then it's just swiped away. It's a damp squib, isn't it? Yeah, like, and it just... Yeah. Oh, oh, is that it? Okay, mm. well... Yeah, that's, how,
0: that's, how, that's, that's literally deep. how I felt. My, my wife sort of went, you know, goes, how did it end? Because he had gone to bed. And I yeah. said, oh,
1: bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> talking anyway... I, mean, it, don't wrong, I don't mind a decent ruffle, but it just... Mm. Like like Rich said, it invalidates more or less everything that's come before, and yeah. you'd have, to, I'd have to go back, watch it again just to see if it does fit. And to be honest, can't really be asked doing that. No,
0: um, that's the thing, isn't
1: it? Yeah,
0: it's a one shot. Oh, On yeah. that note, how are we going to score this? Um, I'll I'll kick off with this one. I'm going to give it a six out of ten. So, Steve? Yeah, I'll give it a six. And Rich? Uh,
2: and uh, I'm going to give it a six. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think it's a very, you know, it's a good quality production, well-made, touches yeah. all the conventions mm. and stuff. It's just, it loses points for those things that we've been we've been talking about. It would have been a seven or a, yeah, I think it would have been a seven if it weren't for that ending, I think.
0: Uh, yeah. It turns yeah. on shot, but I can't see myself watching this again, which is why it's a six. So there you go. Okay, three sixes for The Twin. Uh, It's on Shudder and it's also out on DVD. Go check it out. Our next review is Painted in Blood. Uh, Malik, an aspiring painter, takes a job as a security guard at an art museum to make some extra cash. However, things quickly become terrifying when the figure inside one of the paintings starts speaking to him. Um, There's been a few good horror films uh, linking sort of art and horror together. Um, What was that one, Steve? Can you remember uh, something Chainsaw that was on Netflix?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Do you know the Um, one? Yeah, the one Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. I can't
0: remember what it's called now. Can you remember oh, that
1: velvet 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 that's it yeah,
0: no, it yeah. velvet no, it. so so there was that there was also um the devil's candy um which is which is very good um bliss um was, was another one about a um, a young female artist who takes this experimental psychotropic drug um that that was quite um full on that one um, I'm pretty sure there's another one which I'm just skipping in my head at the moment, but this sort of falls into that, you know, this idea of like sort of you know suffering for your art, you know, sacrificing yourself for your art. That sort of that sort of element sort of comes through. I I did enjoy this. I must admit, I I did sort of get get a thrill out of it. Um, how about you, Steve? What do you make of this one? Yeah,
1: um, when it started, I wasn't really Expecting much to be fair, I mean, it's mm. obviously like micro, micro budget. Um, you know, from from reading about it, it's the you know, the you wrote it, directed, edited, yeah, shot
0: it. sorry, uh, yeah, Aaron Murchison, you know? he, he did just about yeah. everything behind the scenes for the looks of it, yeah,
1: yeah. and some yeah. of the acting is a little, little bit ropey, especially like roommate, you know, the guy's roommate mm. or whatever. Um, but it's actually quite a compelling story. Um, You know, I'm not one of these, obviously, arty-party, you know, it's a picture, it looks nice, that's all I care about. (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's what annoyed me about that. That Mm -hmm. Velvet so I couldn't get into that at all. But this, it was just, you know, one bloke trying to create his art and being (laughs) roped into, you know, what's... Gone on in the past and stuff and I thought the actual the monster design was actually quite quite good as well for yep. what limited budget they must have had and the effects are quite good and it was actually quite an intriguing story I did enjoy it hmm. uh wasn't expecting to but <laughs> did like it you know
0: I, I did like the way. So Malik is sort of egged on, you know, it, it, the way mm. he's manipulated as well. You know, he, at, at first he, he's he's kind of inspired by this painting and sort of comes up with his own. Which, but then, you know, he's, he's writing things like amateur and, and um, yeah. sort of play, plagiarist all all over his work. It's like, you know, no, do something original, do something more. I did mm. I did like that. Um, Rich, how did you get on with Painted in Blurred?
2: Yeah, I quite like to actually the um, it although the it although it's fairly apparent that it's like quite micro budget, mm-hmm. I think it uses its limitations very well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not the mo- it's not the flashiest looking film in yeah but it's got, you know, you don't think about too much when you're watching it. There's only like three or four people in it. Yeah, it's like basically one or two locations, you know, it's like the house and the gallery place. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And. Um, and say the the horror scenes, which are, are quite ambitious. There's, there's, they do that thing where the, you know the, you know the head sort of shakes around and mm. distortions and stuff they, they add in that kind of stuff. But the the film that sort of came to mind. Well, there were a couple of films come to mind, but yeah, another sort of art one um, that was one that came to mind for me was Bucket of Blood. Yeah, I was not, literally just <laughs> I was
0: kind of mentioning that just a minute ago. Yeah, the, Ro- Ro- Roger um, Corman. I never
2: saw the original Roger Corman one, but I did see the Anthony Michael Hall. All oh, right. TV no, I
0: was thinking about the earlier one.
2: But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're both basically the same, but I've, yeah, basically the same storyline. Um, but also, you know, other yes, I mean the whole kind of uh, insidious, you know, um, seduction of the of the mm. character and sort of the change of their personality. You know, we seen that in all sorts of, you know, Christine we- in a in a way and you know, yeah. and Ghostbusters and so too. Well, Ghostbusters yes, 2 they're... obviously came to mind, they're definitely. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Vigo and everything. But the, yeah. Yeah. the thing that actually, the film that mainly came to mind in terms of the way the plot unfolds was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2.
0: All right.
2: Because the, um, you know, the way, because uh, that's kind of a, it's it's kind of different to most of the other Elm Street movies, and it's kind of about a possession. Mm-hmm. You know, Freddy, mm-hmm. Freddy sort of, into, you know, getting into this kid's head and sort of making him commit murders and and stuff and that's kind of what's happening here he doesn't it's not about him committing murders mm-hmm. so much but he is sort of you know um taking him down uh, down a sort of uh, yeah, dark yeah. path and you know there's that it's it's and i think even the creature and that it's got that kind of clive barkerish kind of it has it yeah easy. it looks
0: like it looks like it's escaped from the um, the box you know, it's, yeah know. yeah like, it definitely looks like a, sort of kind of of a yeah, yeah. yeah
2: but i think in terms of the overall kind of feel even you know stuff like candyman which i think was also mm-hmm. um originally based on a Clive Barker story mm, yeah. if, yes, was, if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah. was um, yeah. so there's there's those sort of elements there so i think and I really liked um, the ca- i thought the cast did quite well the mm-hmm. uh, the young guy was reminding me of um I'm not sure who the actor is who's uh, in things like N.O.P.E. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah,
0: Daniel uh, okay, cool. Culliver.
2: Yeah, mm. so he reminded me a little bit of him, uh, the woman playing the gallery owner. You always thought that something was going to twist with her, but it is, mm. it, it, is, it seemed like actually she was pretty genuine the whole time. Mm. Uh, and yeah, there's some fun and you know, the, 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 there's the stuff with the roommate and there's some developments there, which I wasn't mm. expecting. And uh, yeah, the director, uh, I haven't, Aaron, Aaron uh, Mertes, I haven't actually, I've seen you've got quite a long catalogue, but this actually sort of looks a bit different to most of what he's done. I mean, does things like mm. Clown to Geist, Curse of the Nun, American Hunt, yeah. you know, sort of cash in kind of movies. Yeah. And this is sort of something that uh, seems a bit more of a standalone, but he also um, uh, did a film called The Alpha Test, which I've been wanting Ooh. to I think I've got it on my watch. He, he
0: was one of the producers of Death Ranch
2: yeah mm. yeah that's right yeah say he's got quite an extensive mm. filmography uh he's got the uh the octo games coming up soon uh, yeah i think that's uh that's a squid game cash in oh. uh, but uh, the <laughs> yeah but yeah the, the alpha test looks really interesting oh, that's on Freevee. i've got that i think i've got that on my list to, right. to watch because i'm quite curious about that one um but the but also looks quite um low budget but seems to sort of use the use its idea as well i think it's got the same actress from the gallery i think she's in that movie hmm. yeah so yeah i did I, this was a bit different than i was expecting yeah. but also a bit more you know it kind of overcame certain limitations very well i thought
0: yeah so this guy also—he yeah. also, also directed. So he edited *Werewolf Castle* as well. So he's obviously got connections with Charlie Steeds, who's Steeds, the um, yeah. director of both *Death Ranch* and, and and that one. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Um, okay, scores on this one. Um, I I think this is definitely a seven. Uh, how about you, Steve?
1: Yeah, seven. Mm-hmm.
0: And Rich. I'm
2: just going to go a little bit lower on a six. Mhm.
0: Just, just managing expectations a little bit. <laughs> All right, that's a two sevens and a six for Painted in Blurred. Go check it out. Our next review is Shot in the Dark. Two years ago, William Langston made a mistake that would affect the course of his life. Now, with a killer loose in his hometown and his circle of friends falling away one at a time, William faces the greatest fears as well as his own mortality. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch this, apart from the first couple of minutes. Um, so, Steve, um, how was Shot in the Dark? Um,
1: Pretty grim, to be fair. It's not when it, I mean, when it starts out, it's not what you think it's going to be. It kind of reminded me of um, the one we watched last week. Um, Ash and Dust, was it? Oh,
0: oh yeah. Um, Cold Vengeance, as it's known in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: At the beginning, for the yeah. first couple, couple of minutes. And then it kind of focuses on people going missing in this town. And then it swings to like a Sands of the Lambs type thing. It, it really jumps all over the place tonally, mm-hmm. um, but does it in quite an interesting way. And there's um, again a slight twist in it about halfway, three quarters of the way through, and you're mm-hmm. like, which you do not see coming um, from a mile off, and it just gets darker and darker, and grimmer, and grimmer, and even the ending's quite bleak, and not we'd expect as well, but then it has these little moments of flashbacks of, you know, good times and nice, happy happy parts, and stuff like that, So mm-hmm. that's quite interesting um, really well shot um, especially about the last third I thought it was really well done and, yeah, that twist is, is is a very, very good killer twist, to be fair.
0: Cool. Yeah. I I knew I was going to be interested in this um, as soon as I saw the logo for Raven Banner, um, mm. who, who, you know, they're, they're just one of my favourite film labels because of the sorts of things they put out. Um, but, Rich, how did you get on with uh, Shot in the Dark?
2: Yeah, it's it's... Like Steve said, it's dark. It's a very, it's a very serious movie, and it really you do need to pay attention. It mm. is hop, it's it's um it's, I say nonlinear, but it's basically, uh, it's taking place over a couple of days, I think, mm. and it's it jumps, it jumps to and fro, uh, uh between uh, the situation as is, it's uh, one of the characters finds himself and what's happening. What was happening earlier and as, as steve was saying goes further back as well sort of referencing uh, a relationship there's a, there's a lot of a lot of stuff to do with the, the lead character character's relationship mm. um so it was it it i did i did like it i thought it was quite interesting i feel like i've seen that kind of uh someone is in a you know perilous situation Uh, You know, flat, and there's lots of flashbacks, kind of happening, kind of kind of thing. You have no idea, mate.
0: You have no idea Mm. what me and Steve had to watch last week. (laughs) 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 Um,
2: So, I don't really have a huge amount. It's, Mm. I don't know. It's, it's kind of it. It didn't make a huge impression on me. But it is, if you're interested in more, it's more of a, it's a horror movie, but it's more of a thriller. I think it's much mm. more of a thriller than a horror movie. Sort of like procedural kind of thing. Yeah, and I think that um, what was confusing me a bit was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but at the beginning, doesn't it say it's based on a true story? Or was it oh. was it just me that misunderstood that? Because it seems like it's it's not. But it mm. was like um, it was doing this intro. It, it was possibly Perfect. just scene setting for the story. Yeah, but I took it, But I like, took see, it as real. It was saying in yeah. 1998. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was
0: yeah, right at the beginning. It's it's like it's like in media res, but in text form. It it was really, really annoying. It it was really, really annoying. It was one of those things where they tell you,
2: okay, what happened Mm. and this is
0: and then then they start they timestamp every scene basically, I guess, and sort of say, well, this happened at this time, and this happened at that time later on. And it's all within that sort of two-day period. So you kind of know what it's going to build up to, and that's that's annoying. It really is. <laughs> but
2: there you go. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't I was like going to say the, the setup sort of confused it. me a little bit because I was like, "Oh, that's a really interesting setup." Is is that a real thing that happened? But then I think as I, I think I ha- I was thinking too much about that as the plot was going on, thinking mm. this can't be real, mm. surely it wasn't. Really yeah. it was, uh, yeah. But maybe that was just me sort of bringing too much into it myself. I think if you if you watch it as like a not Fargo but you know if you, you this sort of like yeah. crime you know this strange thing that happened uh, whereas I took and and the story unfolded whereas I think what I took it as was this was a thing that happened and here is a speculation of what that was you know and and I was to say and and that was confusing me as I was going along so I think that's my fault as the viewer not not being not yeah. catching the catching the drift of the film. Uh, In in quite the way I was meant to, and I think that possibly if affected it. But you know, and the whole and you know, all the sort of tied to a chair kind of stuff. I feel I didn't get much out of that, but I I was quite curious about where it was going. You know, where what was it trying? What was the point the the film was trying to make, and Mm. where was it going and and stuff? So I I didn't dislike it, but I didn't connect with it a huge amount. I think that's fair to say. Yeah.
0: Okay, guys. So, how are you going to score this one,
2: Steve?
1: I'm torn. Um Between a six, and the, I'll I'll go a six, mm-hmm. a high six, but yeah, still a six because it, it's better than the twin, but not as good. Okay. One, so yeah, yeah, still a six.
2: And Rich, yeah, I think I think I'm kind of on the fence with this one, so I'm going to go five
0: all right okay interesting uh five and a six for a well not a shot in the dark a five and a six for shot in the dark (laughs) our next review is the unburied uh this is an argentinian film the father of a family and role model for many orphan kids in a small town suddenly dies. One of his sons who lives in another town has to come back and deal with the troubles of his past and present. Um, Steve, this is a weird film. It's, it is a very strange film indeed. So this guy dies. He has a heart attack mid-meal. Um, and the feeders go out to the extended family including this guy Maximilian who's now a psychiatrist uh, in a different town and he's sort of called back saying you know your your foster dad or the you know, father of this this orphanage has died you now have to come back and of course we have to sort out the heritage and the will and that sort of thing so he comes mm-hmm. back and it's like you know I don't know how much time has passed, but he comes back and he's horrified to find that his dad, his dad's body is still sat in the same chair he died in, up in the, in, in his room, with all the food still laid out that he was eating. And he's like, what the fuck? Why haven't he buried him? Why, why isn't he in a coffin, for God's sake? Um, and everyone's like, no, 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 we, can, we can't do that until we've sorted out the issue of his heritage and sort of the will and stuff. And... All the sort of people you would expect to listen to reasons, such as the local priest, you know, the police, um, his, his other brothers, um, even his even his girlfriend, who he meets. None of them want to know. It's like, no, no, this is perfectly normal for where you know for, for these parts. You know, don't worry about it. Um, but he he's sort of horrified by the whole situation. Um, and and it sort of builds up to this sort of very very strange ending where where he suddenly realizes things from his past. You know, he um, mm. gets sort of flashbacks of sort of things that um, he had done as a teenager, and the sort of the two his memories and the present day start blurring together, and this sort of thing. And and the the ending, there's a touch of uh, I don't know if you've seen the film Her- Hereditary. Yeah, but it kind of heads in that sort of direction, which is very interesting.
1: Um, the so it only makes no thing, sense at all. Then, sorry, <laughs> a
0: little. It makes a little. No, it does. It does make sense. But it, the the weird. One of the weird things in the film is um, uh, the father figure. He wears this bracelet which is made up of human teeth on his wrist, and you realize that so, so the various people he uh, Maximilian meets around town, and you know these people, they're all wearing bracelets with a tooth embedded in it. You Know it's just sort of a show yeah. that you know they're, they're all sort of linked together basically, but um, yeah, it's it, it's freaking weird. There is a very distressing segment in the film where uh, it turns out his brother works, at, he, he runs the local um slaughterhouse, and yeah, there's this really grim sequence where you're basically seeing recently slaughtered animals. I think you see like at least one cow getting bolted in the head, and it's like. Great, yeah, this is going to go down well. Mm. Um, so,
1: I mean, to, yeah. To be fair, that's that sounds quite surprising to me. But...
0: Mm, yeah, I'm surprised it's got through. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of surprised that's got you know got through the uh, certification, but but there yeah. you go. But yeah, it's um, it is an interesting film. You know, it is very well shot. It it has got this sort of very bizarre sort of occult, sort of occult kind of um, element to it. Um. Yeah, I I I did enjoy this. I must admit. Yeah, very very
2: was a, I only saw the first twenty minutes or hmm. or first part, and I was a bit I was a little bit thrown because mm-hmm. he was he was because he, he's written this book, isn't he? Yeah, um, and he says I wrote this based on my experiences in the orphanage or whatever, and then his and then he, he, they get the news. Oh, your father died, and I was thinking. So was he in an orphanage, or was or no, was no?
0: They they all called him the father. You know, he was the father of the orphanage. He ran the orphanage. This guy, oh, okay. was, you know, he- everyone was considered, you know, a family basically. I so, see. I
2: so all, all the people. I, d- I was, was taken... wondering if it was something like that. Was yeah, it? yeah.
0: So all all the people you see are his brothers, are all people who were in the orphanage with him. Gotcha. Basically. Okay. So yeah, he looks like you. You probably switched off just before the slaughterhouse bit.
2: Yeah, he just got to. He 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 arrived at the sort of house, and he was talking to.
0: Yeah, that was a good guy, that so. was a good call. <laughs> that was a good cool, call cool <laughs> down there. Either that, or I'll skip it forward a few minutes. I mean, I I did It wasn't because I, did I, I didn't. It, it wasn't because I didn't want yeah. to
2: keep watching. It was just oh, no, like, no, circumstantially no, no, no. I couldn't continue. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> but but you <laughs> know, of all the places to stop, that's probably the best bit. But it, yeah, there's this really grotesque element to it because you know you got this this corpse you know, it's bloated is it's you know it's hands are blackened and, and you know it's 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 really really freaky looking and and like one of the sons is like stroking his hair and kissing his forehead and it's like when he's like yeah god it's also yeah. really gross um so so yeah it's it's it's, it's not gonna be for everyone but is you know if you like a decent occultish sort of kind of story I, I really did like this
2: I must admit does it go in a sort of Texas Chainsaw-ish direction? Because the, the, no. the atmosphere I was getting yeah. from from when you know when he travels back to that rural yeah. sort of area, I was thinking it did. You know, especially with the slaughterhouse kind of element,
0: mm.
2: it was making me think of that.
0: It it's small, mm. uh, I, I kind of you know it's almost like Rosemary's Baby or something like that mm. in a way. In, in that you know you got the this twin. person <laughs> who all the well yeah. Um, you know, you've got this person who's in this sort of very bizarre and grotesque situation. And every person he turns to to sort of like try and see common sense, you know, the people who you would you would rely on to see common sense are the ones who sort of go, Yeah, it's normal. You know, the, the local priest doesn't seem to care. You know, the local uh, you know, the, the this local sheriff, he sort of shrugs his shoulders a bit going, don't worry about it, it we'll would all get sorted out. You know, so it's like it, it,
2: man. This sort yeah, of yeah, exactly. Her. That's something.
0: You know, you got all these people involved, and even this woman, he he starts a relationship with because um, they used to know each other back in the orphanage as well. You know, she she she's you know exactly the same. Just sort of kind of shrugs her shoulders a bit. So he's he's sort of stuck in this situation, and um, as I was saying to see the um, you know that he starts to remember things which have been blocked out of his memory for like the last sort of twenty five years. What the starts. Coming back in, and it is sort of ble- bleeds into the present, which is in, in a sort of interesting way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it is an interesting film for sure. Um, and that's why I'm scoring this one a seven out of 10. So, go check it out. I think you might find this under the title uh, The Unburied Corpse um, mm-hmm. or, or the, the Unburied.
2: Is it Argentinian?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's all in Spanish, basically. Mm -hmm. Our short shot this week is The River Sarah retreats to the river to escape family drama but discovers something far more disturbing lurks under the water Um, Okay, interesting short this one it starts off with this, um, this, this poor woman, Sarah who's found out her husband has, has cheated on her with her best mate um which is sister is it a sister oh, even sister. worse. jesus um and has sort of like decided to go kayaking up the river to 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 escape um and and just things happen um Steve, how did he get on with the river
1: uh I didn't like this I'll be honest with you um it just it reminded me. Of the Mighty Boosh, um, you know, which sets off down the down the canal and it, yeah, down the river. Sorry, and you see the graffiti. Was it mm-hmm. Jenny Green Lips or something like that? Yeah, Green that's teeth. So, yeah. Green yeah. teeth, yeah. great. Green Teeth. Sorry, and I was thinking this is going to be something like Old, old Greg from the Mighty Boosh. Weird, and it was. It, <laughs> it, that's why it just reminded me of. I just expected. You know, you see the bit where the, like the heads popping up, and it's just. The note up to the nose out of the water, mm-hmm. and I just kept expecting it to turn around, say, want and Baileys
2: or something <laughs> like that. It, honestly, it I've not said it, but it's, it's it, from what you're saying, it just sounds quite funny. <laughs> oh, it,
1: I love it, it's hilarious, but yeah, it, it didn't do anything for me at all, and I didn't find it at all scary, I don't think it built any tension. Even the little kid at the end was annoying. It it just did nothing for me whatsoever. So I just couldn't get old Greg out of my head. I really couldn't.
0: Mm. Uh, Rich, how did you get on
2: with this one? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I've, I've been, it's um, the latest uh, video film to appear on the Super Freak Media channel on YouTube. I've been subscribed for a while, but I confess I haven't actually watched any of his uh this director uh, liam banks's films until now um i i thought it was pretty uh i thought it was pretty good the um i do think the um sort of uh, the drama stuff at the beginning goes on perhaps mm-hmm. a bit too long because it doesn't really have that much impact as the as the film unfolds it's kind of mm. setting up a certain state you know situation mind yeah. Yeah. but it's not really it's not really consequential or at least it didn't feel consequential to me so it's kind of explained why she was out there on her own but it, it didn't have uh, any you know anything more more than that really so i, th- I think if that could have been a bit previous, it's only about 15 minutes long um, mm. but so you've got all this set up Uh, And I thought it was really nicely shot. Uh, The, 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 canal location was quite, this is, um, uh, Liam Banks is a a filmmaker in the Midlands. So it's all, uh, it's all shot around there. I think he's from uh, Nottingham and the, um, the canal stuff looked really nice. I was interested, the graffiti bit that you were referring to, I was, I'm very curious how they did that, whether that's like a CG post-production kind of thing they put in, I presume it must be because, you know, or they, would you know, temporarily put something up. <laughs> uh, to, uh, how, I that, to, could...
0: Promise to paint over it afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I
2: thought that was quite well done. Because again, that sort of establishes the environment and, and sets up this oh, there's this local legendy kind of thing. Uh, mm. And when the the stuff starts happening, um there's a I thought that was, you know, it's obviously made in a really low budget, but I thought it worked quite well for me. And uh, there's a there's a very heavy Sort of tip of the hat to uh, the Friday the Thirteenth or the first Friday the Thirteenth, uh, which I quite enjoyed, and the I think the okay, there's some uh, bit ropey creature stuff maybe at the end, but it's it's, mm-hmm. it's quite fun. I thought I, th- I just thought it was quite interesting. It showed a lot of promise, and I, it doesn't make me want to see more of of what um, Superfruit Media and Liam Banks have done I mean they've got, he's he's made a whole bunch of stuff and, yeah. and it's all got um I don't know if he, he does the post himself or whatever but he, he's got an eye for marketing uh, and it, the poster I mean the the poster for the river is really sort of quite eye-catching and, and stuff yeah, and definitely. there's some other mm-hmm. and there's some other films and you know all the all the thumbnails are really sort of interesting looking so I will definitely be uh, checking out some of that but um, Mike how, what did you think
0: it was all right Yeah, I must admit, I I sort of rushed watching it. Um, wasn't really sort of settled. So, but uh, what I saw, I thought was pretty decent. It was very well shot, good good locations. Um, I didn't really sort of get the ending very much, but again, you know, couldn't really sort of um, would would have preferred to sort of sit down with it properly.
2: Yeah, I I thought it was. Mm. I thought also the the sort of protagonist, you know, um. Played by uh, Sarah Win Cordes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's quite unusual to see um, a female protagonist. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, in her situation, sort of an older woman. You know, sort of
0: middle aged sort of middle aged yeah. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, rather than say you you, you would usually like in the uh,
0: middle age the... over thirty is what we're trying to say. Here,
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm well, sorry, middle
0: age, middle age for Hollywood.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, tip you know against type to a certain degree which sort of made it sound a bit like a um, painted painted in blood which uh, which I don't think we referenced mm. it but the lead is uh, a, a, an african-american uh, boy yes mm. and uh which sort of you know the the, the casting sort of uh, stands out because it's slightly different to what you what you're used to and I think in that case that sort of made made the film sort of feel a bit more novel you know it wasn't about 20-something or, or, or something which which a lot of these things usually I was like oh there's something scary in the cupboard you know a kind mm. of kind of thing or or whatever but yeah so I thought the the casting were quite you know the boy okay um you know little annoying boy at the at the Riverside. was he a relative or <laughs> something possibly I don't know but I, was like, I didn't mind that it was sort of but uh yeah I thought I thought overall I, I mean I recall correctly, there's some nice sort of overhead shots as well. sort so yeah. that's that sort of thing is a bit easier to do, but you got a sense of the location and it being a real location. And, you know, the sort of added, so it had some real production value, despite, you know, clearly having not really much budget. And I think in part that's due to, you know, the skill of the filmmakers, but also um, the availability and the affordability of, you know, some, you know, some equipment that can give a a real sheen to to a production.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, we do not score the shorts, but we certainly recommend you check them out. And you will find a link to this one in the footnotes below. Go check it out. Our DTV throwback this week is... John Carpenter presents Vampires, Los Muertos. A vampire hunter and a priest fight a band of the Walking Dead in Mexico. I don't know why they call them the Walking Dead, the vampires. What did you say vampires? Anyway, <laughs> um, sequel to, sequel in name only, really, to um, John Carpenter's Vampires movie. Uh, this is produced by... Um, Carpenter, uh, directed by Tommy B. Wallace, and stars none other than John Bon Jovi in the lead role. How was John Bon Jovi for you, Steve?
1: He was all right. Um, it could do with a bigger budget, but I think what they do with what they've got, they do quite well. Um. Like the original, I like the fact that it's not CGI. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's practical in camera effects, which still, I think, works quite well. It's very similar to the original, to be fair. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got the member of the team, you know, getting the team together, yeah, woman. One of them gets woman. visions. <laughs> yeah, one. You know what? One of them's slightly going to become a vampire. One of them becomes a vampire. You know, type thing. And it's interesting to have a female uh, villain, to be fair,
2: which played by Arlie Jova, of... who was quite big—not big, but you know, she was very, you know, prevalent at the time. Hmm. You know, she'd appeared in quite a lot of stuff, like Blade and. Uh, yeah. she sort of appeared all over the place, really. She had a really I think she was a model. Um, I yeah. might be wrong there, but she's she's got a very particular look. And I think she's she's quite a novel, uh she's quite an interesting, you know, one casting, but also, you know, as in uh, an, uh, the antagonist and what she's trying to do and stuff. I thought she was yeah. quite
1: interesting. Yeah. And what really surprised me was Diego Luna showing up in what what must have been a very early role for him. Yeah, he's um, well,
2: he's currently below, you know, his uh, Andor series is kind of a yeah, big thing at the moment, isn't it? So, yeah, uh, he's he's kind of coming coming yeah, about. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been, I mean, the, this shows that this film shows how long he's been around. I mean, this was 20 years ago, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I still think of him as that kind of young kid, but obviously, he's, he's mm. a long way from that now. But uh,
0: did he play uh, that kid then, you know, the, the sort of the um, the trainee kid? Was that was that him? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Awesome. Uh, Rich, what are your thoughts on um, Los Muertos?
2: Oh, I love this. Yeah, I, thought, mm-hmm. I mean, the, in terms of you go back to the, you know, when DTV sequels were kind of blowing up,
0: mm-hmm. you know, the,
2: the, the mm-hmm. left, right and center. This was kind of one of the one of the big ones. I mean, 10 years into it, you know, because Darkman and stuff, early 90s, that kind of thing. So this is 2000, 2001, 2002. When, when this came out um but you know you compare it to stuff now I mean it's got a budget I mean it feels like a big apart from the casting it's got a budget it's got sets it's got, a it's, cast. got it's, mm, it's, it's got yeah. a budget it's got sets. it's got locations it's, it's got, got pop,
0: it's proper got music visual and effects comics, yeah. the
2: writer and director is a, you know a bit a reasonably big director yeah. Tommy Lee Wallace who's mm-hmm. who's who started his I mean he's I mean he's um, his directorial career started with Halloween 3. Uh, mm. and this was and this yeah. today is the was the last film that he did so it's quite i love the fact that he's kind of bookended his career with these john carpenter projects mm. uh you know sequel mm. projects and the the fact uh so that's a mark of quality the fact that he i mean he's a writer and director uh the B are in doing the visual effects uh you know this, special effects work and stuff which some of it's not amazing some of you but i think in part some of that's due to the time and perhaps some of the limitations but Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of practical stuff in there the uh, location looks really good the i mean the john bon jovi thing is kind of the standout it's just it just seems so random i mean how do you go from james woods to john bon jovi i just don't get the through line Mm. of thought there of Mm. um but he's he's fine and he gets he's got a surfboard full of weapons which they don't like yeah. enough of that in the movie in my in my opinion i just yeah. love when that comes out and then they kind of put it away and then they don't mention it again but he's introduced with, with this like harry uh with dirty harry kind of steak gun which i thought was quite cool and then they kind of build it and then mm. that kind that kind of element goes away as the as the more the team stuff comes together and, and the real plot unfolds from that point but you know, they're trying to play it like John Bon Jovi is a vampire hunting dirty Harry, which just doesn't really work.
0: That's but... the bit for me that sort of stuck was was is clearly the character <laughs> was written for someone who's a lot more grizzled than than baby
2: faced John Bon Jovi. Yeah. You He's know, too yeah. handsome for it, isn't he? I mean it's just yeah. it just doesn't quite <laughs> just don't quite work. You need someone a bit more, like, say... Um, Craggy, you know. you need. You need I'm sorry, imagine a, yeah. imagine if you go Josh back Brolin to... Hall- someone, you know, go back to Halloween. Yeah. Imagine Tom Atkins.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. How, yeah. how cool would that have been? Yeah, um, Josh Brolin, someone like that would have been great in that, the role, you know. Uh,
2: so, but yeah. the rest of the cast is really... I mean, you've got Natasha Gregson-Wagner oh, Sorry, um, in this, she's just Natasha Wagner mm-hmm. uh, in there. Uh, and also, say, Diego Looney you've mentioned. Um, I really like Christian de la Fuente. Uh, he's just got, he just kind of brings a kind of Jean-Claude Van Damme kind mm. of mm. element to it. Well, unfortunately, he doesn't do any action or whatever, but he's, he's kind of dressed up as the priest. Yeah. And you can just yeah. tell he's like ripped <laughs> underneath <laughs> it. He's like, he looks enormous, but he's kind of, it's all hidden under this big outfit. And um, uh, say Ali Jover, I mentioned the cast's just really good. Uh, I think it's a, you know a lot of fun. It feels, it feels like a, it's 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 like what the DTV sequels used to be, which was it's gonna have it's gonna be made to theatrical standards, you're just not gonna get quite the level of big stars, yeah, you know, you're exactly. gonna get some unconventional mm-hmm. casting. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. that was the thing that made it stand, stand out sort of separately to I mean, you go back to the original um one, John Car- apart from James Woods, the first one was very B movie ish itself mm-hmm. because it had I mean, Daniel Baldwin and mm-hmm, yeah. Thomas Ian Griffith was the villain and yep. um, you know you couldn't get better b-movie credentials than that i mean i didn't really i didn't love the first one to be honest i was a little bit disappointed starts down downhill. Yeah, i yeah. do I do prefer this one i think this one's more fun um of, of the two but i i will be going back and watching the first one to sort of reevaluate that i will say this is a lot both of them are a lot better than the third one although i did have fun with the third one which has got more of a um chinese you know chinese oh, yeah. vampires kind of theme going on in is it that, so it sort of takes it in a different direction is that the that, turning yes which uh, i think yeah. really really is tenuously connected as like is this one i think um, but i
0: think they refer to the other you know james wood's yeah, team at some point. i think i do mm.
2: in this but that's about it and, in, and you wouldn't even i mean i was even questioning whether it even was part of the series because it just mm. does not didn't seem to fit but Apparently, so it's out in box sets and stuff and whatever. Yeah. So, and um, that's that's a, but anyway, um, they're all quite inter- they're all very different. But I think this is the standout for me, and there's some stuff, there's some interesting ideas, you know, like the, the thing where it all slows down and and Arlie Jova's vampire comes in and just sort of slashes everyone in like mm-hmm. you know, fraction, you know, in bullet time basically.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, I don't think that scene quite works again this might be budget limitations but that doesn't quite work as well as it you'd like it to you know it's sort of it, it's um it's a good idea but i don't think it, it quite came off but i do love the fact that you know uh bon jovi's character derek i think his name is yes is, and he goes into the bathroom he goes into the toilets and then he comes back and everyone's been massacred <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then he just sort of legs it uh, which i thought was was, was it, well, that that's pretty good and uh yeah that's, i mean the whole the whole stuff with the team and and meeting you know he happens to me, you know the meet meet cute or whatever he happens to meet this vampire sort of girl uh, you know far too quickly and easily just mm. <laughs> so and then they sort of get get on the road together and they they in they there's this whole thing about she's a she's been bitten but she's mm. able to suppress it with these drugs which they yeah. just mentioned as like yeah, a, random, a, well, a plot device thing. It's like where, where did well, this, this they don't the make much of, the, of that at yeah. all. <laughs> I suppose
0: this this is goes back to the original, isn't it, with Daniel Baldwin's character being bitten and yeah, um, you know, yeah. It's still sort of totally. bitter, being in that sort of like halfway yeah, yeah, sort of space, e- even in. Um, uh, uh, day shift, you know, the um we we got that sort of
2: character like day shift very much did come to mind when I was watching mm. this as I I mean it doesn't have as quite as the level of the humor, but there is humour mm. in this and I was thinking yeah. this is kind of like a day shift of its time mm. in a in a in mm. a way because you know it leans into you know the whole their vampire hunters I mean they don't do the um doing uh,
0: it for money aren't they basically so yeah bount- it's, it's bounties, yeah. Yeah.
2: bounty hunter-ish kind of they don't do the um oh, you know, when they go into the the uh, the union, they don't mm-hmm. do a union stuff or anything, but there that it is very much a um, a working <clears throat> yeah. job kind of thing, and you know, there's there's some, yeah, if, there's if some different rightly, parallels there.
1: Well, the first one they were like getting orders from the Vatican. Yeah, mm. remember rightly? I mean, it's been years since I've seen it, so.
2: But this, is yeah, sort yeah, more this one is kind of uh, like, yeah, 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 and they kind of yeah. reference oh we might, we who have we been paid for by we're not yeah. sure, and they never actually even yeah. go into it. I mean that's another kind yeah. of plot thread. They kind of just sort us of out who 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 got the ball rolling and that. I didn't really yeah. quite catch that whether that got <clears> revealed or <throat> I just missed it. But they kind of just go for the oh we're going to get the team together and we're going to end up in a situation mm-hmm. where. Um, the locals are in peril, and we've got to save the, we've got yeah. to save the town. Kind of, mm-hmm. and you know, and take them out. And that's all quite well done. The, the day walking kind of stuff is quite fun. The, the vampire kills, you know, the, the bursting into flames, something got people on fire, and you know, lots of great sort of visual effects. The action scenes I thought were really well done, which I think was actually I can't remember who did the who did the action. Now that I come, can... um, I, I was going to say, but I, th- I was thinking of a different film. But mm. the I thought the action was quite well handled. I mean, John Bon Jovi's not an action hero in this, but he's pretty close. I mean, it's about hmm. as... I, I don't recall him... I mean, he's done a few act. You know, he was acting quite a lot around this time. <U-5-7-1> but he was doing more dramas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Always around him. Which one? U571. Oh, yeah.
2: yes, of course he was in that. Yeah. So, he, he's, he's done quite a lot, but I don't think he's ever had sort of a lead sort of tough guy role. No. quite like this but no. unfortunately his character is not that able to sell that toughness that he's supposed to have he's he's he, as you say he's a bit too gentle and you know mm. handsome for it but oh yeah the his casting does bring a lot to the movie i mean it's, it's just quite, quite fun and not in a bad way you know it's not like oh my god it's john bon jovi he does a good job he's fine but it's just it's just funny that it's john bon jovi being cast in this in just in the same way that you know let's in the, kind of in the same way that you know, like Snoop Dogg in Day Shift, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. kind of the casting you would expect, but it but it's just kind of fun and and it and it and you know, you go with it. And it's like, um, and mm. I mean, in Day Shift, um, Snoop Dogg worked really, really well, but a, that's a different thing, but there's there's this kind of uh similarity, so yeah, I'm a bit I'm very fond of this one, and I really enjoyed Um, I hadn't seen it for like 15 20 years, so
0: I, 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 I had seen never it. seen it, no, I must admit, so.
2: But you, Were cool. you aware of it? Was it? Was oh, it yeah, I you,
0: was aware mm, of it, but,
2: yeah, yeah, you'd come across it. But. I
0: have not really stuck around to it. All right, so uh, we don't score the throwbacks, but we do want you to check them out. Uh, this is currently available on FreeVee, the uh, the free to view service as part of Amazon.
2: I didn't uh, get any adverts while I was watching it.
0: <laughs> I must admit, I didn't. Either, no, I didn't. Actually. I was quite surprised, no.
2: but yeah, was that was that was weird. After yeah. it, I did go and watch, because um, there's a few re- related films. So Ghosts of Mars is on there as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I started watching that. And that one has the ad breaks kicking in much more frequently. So I don't know if they just made a mistake on on, on, mm. on this one. But uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so I did yeah. just, uh, watch it completely for free. No adverts I, to worry about. Nobody
0: so. tell them. Nobody yeah, nobody tell them. them. Just watch yeah. it
2: quickly before, mm-hmm. before they change it. Mind. Yep. So there you go.
0: <laughs> um all right then that is the end of this week's show so thank you for listening thank you to rich and steve for joining me talking about these films i will be checking out a shot in the dark hopefully in the next couple of days just to sort of for my own edification shall we say um don't forget to check us out on facebook and twitter at the DTV digest also we have the short shots which also has its own twitter page where rich puts a new short every evening Thank you for listening. Tune in next time. Thank you for listening to the DTV Digest. Let us know your thoughts in the comments and tune in again next time.